Levels, levels. Levels, levels. That looks good. So last week, normally we don't start with follow-up, but I want to start with follow-up this week because last week on the show, you said you weren't watching the NFL, you weren't following the NFL, you weren't following your team because all coaches are the same, all press conferences are the same. You remember this? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's no change. It's all just win. If you win, then I'll pay attention, right? That I, I that's pretty much verbatim. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. There's nothing to see in the off season. This is all boring. Uh, you know yeah. what? Until the games start happening in September, why, why do I? Why should I even pay attention? Yeah. And 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 then something happened today. How are you feeling about your team now? We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey, toddlers. Welcome to Todd to Todd, weekly podcast with Wayne Johnson and the hyped up Todd Prince. Failure's always an option around here. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Woo! Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. You you sound like I felt a couple of weeks ago when we hired Flus. <laughs> You know what? There was an Apple event today. My my team got a quarterback who can actually play quarterback. Uh, pretty good day. Pretty good day. You had a lock at quarterback before. And now you've got a lock at quarterback. <laughs> of the two, I would choose the latter one. Yeah, we got the better one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turn, turns out the... The, the the good lock is a lot more expensive than the bad lock, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> lock it up. You got to lock it up. That's for Amy. <laughs> that was actually, so we listened, Amy and I listened when we were driving down to the Missouri Valley Conference basketball tournament. We listened to the two weeks ago episode driving down. I edited last week while we were down there. We listened to last week's episode, driving back home. Uh, sometimes I was driving. Sometimes she was driving. I have no, I have no notes at all <laughs> for any of that. So apparently clean episode. It's the only takeaway. It's the only takeaway. It's more, more on the trip later. How about, how about Lisa? Any, any thoughts there? Yeah. With her, with her traveling, uh, last week, uh, she got a chance to catch up to, I think she had, she binged four episodes of talking to Todd and we've, we've warned people about this. We do not, we, this yes. is not the recommended dosage of talking to nope. Todd. You, you should really talk to a doctor if you're taking four episodes of talking to Todd. However, uh, so I did get some feedback. Let's see. Uh, number one, she said, when you listen to them back to back to back, way too much sports. And then I said, you mean not enough? And she said, nope, very clear. <laughs> Too much sports. <laughs> Again, well, don't binge them. Um, 
She also would like she would also like an episode of the other podcast to drop. She she would like to see an episode of you know. I'm not sure that everybody that's asking for the app for the other podcast has our best interest in heart. <laughs> anyway, another vote for the other podcast. And then finally, and, and I said, is this, is this public? Is this, is this, is this public feedback? And she's like, yeah, sure. You know, it's content. Um, hearing four episodes of what is on, on what's on, on your TV in your house. She's like, I think I'm starting to get a little judgy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm starting to get a little concerned. <laughs> What's going on in Dwayne's house? Of what what I'm watching or what other people are watching? As you point out, of what's on. Just yes. what, what's on. Now, to this be is, fair, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're a little judgy as to what, what goes on in your TV in your house, too. So I think Lisa's in good company. <laughs> yes. Since I'm complaining about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Good news, um, Celebrity Big Brother is over, thank God. Um, so I don't have to deal with that anymore. And Outlander is apparently coming back on, so that's good. I've never watched Outlander, but every time somebody every time somebody says it, for whatever reason, the only thing I can think of is the and not even the movies, that there was a there was a uh syndicated only TV show twenty years ago of the Highlander. <laughs> And there could be only one. And and I know that they're not the same, but every time I hear, because people talk about Outlander all the time, and I just think of the sword, and there can only be, and I'm like, oh, that's not it. That's not it at all. So <laughs> got to keep those separate. Got to keep those separate. See, and I say Outlander and think outhouse on the far edge of the property. <laughs> like, no, that's not it either. No, but you keep you keep taking shots at Amy's TV watching. That's where you will be sleeping, at the far edge of the property. What's out there? That's Dwayne's outhouse. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, feedback from Sarah: the book has dropped, so she's had a chance to catch up on uh, talking to Todd. So she she provided feedback on last week's episode. She was a little worried about your iffy cheese. You think she was worried? <laughs> Um, she liked the word skadoosh in reference to she thinks that should be the new catchphrase when i'm refing basketball that's another three-pointer skadoosh (laughs) nice work there and uh third point as a star trek fan she really appreciated the shaka when the walls fell reference from Darmac and Jalad at Tanagra. You know, we, we, yep. we, we, we tried to drop in, you know, it's, it's not all sports. <laughs> it's not, it's not all sports. Um, and it's not all tech corner either, but Greg and Sherry's feedback was all tech corner because of the content that they provided last week. That was, <laughs> uh, a- Amy was laughing pretty hard in the car at that. Um, I, I, I have to say as this is one of my pieces of follow-up later, but just to say this, when I was listening, I mean, I, I got to read it. You sent me the images and then you were reading it and I was reading along. I listened back to the episode and I'm hearing you say this. And at one point, and again, I was there when you recorded it at one point, this went, this thought through it through my head. Like if, if you didn't know what was going on, 
you'd be saying, is Dwayne okay? Is he having a stroke? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> none of that makes any. <laughs> Iceberg edge cut blue diamond. What? Like, wait, what? Careful. Hole. It, word salad. <laughs> Seriously. It was awful. Oh, thank you so much to Greg and Cherry for providing that feedback, as well as, um, you remember the successories line? Yes. Um, we got a, we got a very nice whole success <laughs> with a, with a nice, um, sunset shot in the background. So, um, that's going up on the wall. That was fantastic. What else? Anything else that you got? Do you catch anything else? Nope. We need to ready nope. to go, but go to follow up. I think we move on to follow up. Okay. Awesome. Oh, is that the first one? Is Dwayne okay? Yeah. Yep. That one. That one's that one's already taken care of. <laughs> this was actually this piece of follow-up was based on a piece of feedback because you were we were talking about the complaints, and there was at the FCC over the halftime show. Yeah. Yep. And so there was some confusion in the car as to what the actual numbers were. And I was asked to provide actual numbers for those complaints. So I had to do a little bit of research, did, did my own research here, Aaron. Snoop Dogg, the Snoop Dogg halftime show so far this year has generated 33 complaints. Yes. The J-Lo the Shakira halftime performance generated 1,300 complaints. Yep. And the Maroon 5 halftime show generated 50, 5 zero, 50 complaints total. Yes. And Amy said, how many complaints did Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake generate? Do you know this number? It was in the article that I got all this stuff from. Was it 50,000? It was, well, you did not go over. Okay. And because there was only one guess, I guess you would win because you were closest without going over 540,000 complaints. So dwarfing everything else. For the record, Eli, Eli Manning. Yes. He got three complaints. No, no, no. He got three. (laughs) Not two. Not two. Three. You beat me to the joke. <laughs> should have come to rehearsal. <clears throat> I guess I should have. Oh, so there was that. The story about the um, turning the furnace off because of the gas leak at the fraternity house. Yes. Yes. On Friday, I got a text from one of the guys at the house. Hey, um, it's starting to get a little cold around here. Can we turn the heat on back yet? (laughs) We turned the furnace into off mode on the thermostat on the walls. Never turned it back on. They were being cautious and we appreciate that. (laughs) But it was starting to get a little cold around the house and they were hoping they could turn the heat back on. Yeah, guys. Yep. You're good. Go ahead. Go for it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, copyright follow-up? What's that? 
Yeah. So you you talked about the story about the uh, the author who was suing uh, or demanding money from schools in Iowa uh, for the title of his book. Yeah. Yeah. So as I was listening to this, I'm like, hmm, eh, it's time to Google. So I went and Googled this and uh, boy, uh, this guy, this guy is quite, he sues a lot of people. Prolific. Not as a writer. Yes. Well, I mean, he wrote eight books. Um, But you know, when we were talking about this, I'm like, wait, you can't copyright the title of a book and you can't really trademark it. Like I, I didn't quite understand. So I went and looked and it turns out. What a bunch of schools seem to do is he has, it's not just the title. He, he says it's the most important part about his book. It's, it's this, this title, which right. is three words long, which by the way, uh, in all of my reading, we could absolutely say this because this is a critique, but I don't want to draw any attention. So, um, but then there's a passage that kind of goes on about explaining this and it's kind of the uh you know the teddy is it the teddy roosevelt the man in the arena kind of thing yes Yes. he has he wrote a passage in 1982 or something about this that seems to be used but so he has sued a number of people and judges are taking notice he is he is actually losing uh, he has lost a number of cases. If this, if, if people actually refuse to pay him and take him to trial, he has lost multiple cases. Most of them, uh, after he presents his side, uh, there's a motion to dismiss by the, by the defense. And in most cases, the motion to dismiss, they don't even have to defend themselves. The summary judgment is just given. Um, he's also had some, he's, he's also had some bad things. He sued, a swimming team in it says Oakland community pools project. They put on their Twitter page, the title and a passage from the book. He asked for $25,000 from them. A, uh, a lawyer took the case on pro bono and said, yeah, that didn't seem right. And took it to a judge. <clears throat> And the judge went through all this and noticed that this person seems to be a prolific sewer of people (laughs) and that he seems to be more interested in suing people than even protecting his work. And the judge noted that the entire Twitter account had uh, 44 followers. So they posted it. It was seen by 44 people, which if they would have licensed it from him, would have gotten him $12.81 in fees. <laughs> and he was asking for $25,000. So the judge said no. And the lawyers working pro bono said, here's how much it would have cost in lawyer's fees to defend against this person. And the judge said, yeah, uh, he's going to have to pay that. The judge. Nice. O- the judge the judge awarded $122,000 to the defendants so no wonder why he's having to go after others um yes 
he's 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 done a lot of it. Oh, and by the way, it also said, um, by the way, one of the teams, one of the high school teams that he tends to sue a lot of all the sports. Do you know which sport he seems to sue the most? Hockey? I don't know. Curling? No. Oh, that'd be good. Swimming. Really? Why? Yes. And Why the reason, swimming? Because swimming of all the sports always has to have insurance with it. So somebody can pay. Anyway. What a slime ball. There you go. Uh, follow up. Yes, he's done this a lot. And if anybody fights back, he usually loses. And sometimes in amazing proportions. Um, let's see. Oh, the other follow up I had update on the, uh, on the English premier league tickets. I'm trying to get. Yeah. Still don't have them. Um, nope. <laughs> do you have your, do you have your membership? I've, I've paid for my membership. Okay. Yes. We, we have, we have two memberships now Two. <laughs> but the match isn't on sale and they said it would be on sale at the end of February. And I couldn't figure this out. I actually now have an operating theory as to why the tickets aren't on sale yet. I mean, all the rest of the stuff, the website's crap. It's terrible. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody's looking at email, but at least I know why the ticket, I think I know why the tickets aren't on sale yet. The English premier, you know how the NFL at the end of the season can flex the schedule, right? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it turns out, the English Premier League can flex their entire schedule. So when they release the schedule, every match happens at on a Saturday at 3 p.m. And then about four weeks before the start of the month, the broadcasters can pick and move matches to an early spot, a late spot, a Sunday spot, sometimes a Friday spot so they can actually move the entire schedule around. And then as you go on in the season, they have to flex more games because some teams are playing in other competitions. So if you're in the FA cup or you're in the champions league, you got to move stuff around. So right now the match that I want shows everything is all, they haven't flexed it yet. They haven't gotten around to figuring out how to move the schedule around, which would make sense that you wouldn't want to put tickets on sale date. Who knows time? I don't know. know. Give me the money. I don't, as as opposed to the NFL, where they give us the tickets, they sell the tickets. Yep. And then with two weeks' notice, guess what? The game is not on Sunday afternoon. It's now on Monday night. Hope hope you have some travel plans. <laughs> That's all fine and good if you're local. That let's just say moving a Bears game to Monday night football because it's a really really good matchup. That that hasn't that hasn't <laughs> been a problem for us. <laughs> That's where you're like. They can do that. I haven't heard about that. Didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I've, I knew you could move them out of the Sunday night spot into a Sunday afternoon or Saturday or whenever you get around to it spot. I mean, I knew you could move it back. I didn't know you could move it up. Did I mention we have a quarterback now? Seriously, I'm really excited because if this didn't happen, the only the other thing that everybody was starting to get excited about was the guy that wasn't good enough to stay in the quarterback for your team. <laughs> What's the next savior for my team? All right, let's see. Uh, I don't see anything in tech corner or technical corner this week. I think I think technical corner might be on hiatus for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, I I did I did, I am starting to do some recruiting for new officials. If anyone in our listening audience has any interest in officiating basketball, I'd love to talk to you about it. We're always you've, looking for new officials. 
<laughs> After you spent the entire year making it sound so glamorous. <laughs> hey, does anybody want a piece of this? <laughs> yeah. All right. What do we have for uh, what do we have for idiots? Well, if we we start at the bottom, Kelvin Ridley's Kelvin Ridley is really bad at gambling. Yeah, he makes us look good. So, so let me let me ask you this, Dwayne. When it came to the Super Bowl, how much money did we bet? We bet twenty five dollars. All right, we bet twenty five dollars, and how much money did we lose? Because we bet twenty five dollars. Uh, about thirteen. Okay. All right. That's eh, not good. I mean, it's not great. No. But ugh. not going to become a professional with that. It did come out that Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, who spent the entire off season or mostly most of the regular season, he spent away from the team dealing with with mental health issues. But it came to light. Yes. Yeah. Some sometime wide receiver. For the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Um, it came to light uh, yesterday as we record that that he is suspended because he he did a no-no in professional sports and he was caught betting on the NFL, on his team in particular. How much did he, according to him and his tweet, how much did he bet in total over the three weeks or whatever he bet? Uh, I believe the number was 50. $1,500. Okay. So if he was as good as we are, he would have lost about $750 on right. the $1,500 bet. How much yeah. money did he lose? Well, taking into account the lost revenue from the suspension, about $11 million. Okay. That's worse. That wow. Would, objectively. That is objectively worse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say, they can't all be winners. Um, <laughs> the did you read did you read how I mean, so he tweeted this. It got reported to the independent ethics group that audits the online sports book that he bet through. I'll tell you what. You just said some words together that I don't think is a real thing. And yet it really is. And they went to the sports book and the sports book went to him and he went, yep, that's right. And they went, oh, well, that ain't good. <laughs> yeah. Somebody pointed out he did this on his own phone with his own account, apparently yep. under the real Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Uh, like, yep, I bet. <laughs> Hey everybody, what's up? Hey TikTok, I just placed a bet. Let's see how it went. Yeah, it, like he was like, I mean, good on him. Like, he, I mean, he's he's not denying it. He's not. Oh, it was it wasn't me? It was a oh, a f- I got hacked. That, that's that's the yeah, one he should have. Nope. I got hacked. Yep. Nope. He's like, oh yeah, no, nope. that was me. I know integrity of the game, right? All of this kind of stuff. He was suspended. They did the they did they did their own research, but interviewed there was no collusion he didn't talk to anybody on the team he wasn't with the team it was as as somebody i saw on twitter wrote it was a three and five and eight game parlays it's basically a scratch ticket 
Yes. The odds of winning are about the same as the odds of winning a scratch off lotto. Right. I mean, it's, there is, there is no way there's no point shaving here. There's no scandal. There's, there is no, I mean, there is absolutely nothing. Right. And yet it's really important apparently for the NFL given the influence of gambling right now and how the ads are everywhere and the sponsorships are everywhere that they draw a line in the sand and make an example of him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, just going to throw this out. Meanwhile, while the NFL was investigating those three $1,500 bets, the Dallas Cowboys paid four cheerleaders a total of $2.4 million to settle a lawsuit against a former team executive on allegations that he was watching them, I believe, while changing. So there was voyeurism charges, and the Cowboys wrote a check for $2.4 million, said there was nothing to it, but they wrote a check for $2.4 million not that not that it happened. And the NFL, which, by the way, the allegation against the team principal that he's looking at cheerleaders, em, team employees who may be changing, that is completely against the personal conduct rule in the NFL. And when the team becomes aware of it, the team is required to report that to the NFL. They did not report it to the NFL. The NFL apparently found out about it when the Cowboys announced the $2.4 million settlement. And when asked about it, the NFL said... We're not going to investigate that. I mean, they settled it. There's, They said there was nothing wrong. The case is over. There's nothing for us to investigate. So just to be clear, if Calvin Ridley was an executive, it's all good. <laughs> See, his, his problem isn't the betting. His problem is his job title. Meanwhile, John Gruden is over in the corner going, ah, uh, hey. Yeah, but we probably don't want to know what John Gruden has to say about all of this because that's no, 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 no. 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 And for the record, that entire segment was sports adjacent. It was not sports. (laughs) That was sports adjacent. It was because none of it was actually about sports itself. It was about how terrible sports are. Speaking of uh, speaking of sports adjacent, one more. Oh, by the way, idiot. So uh, on that one, just be clear. The uh, the idiot there. So Calvin Ridley made a really bad mistake. I mean, that yes, they, that was dumb. I think we can also nominate the NFL for coming down on him. Like, a t- you know what it is? Is the NFL they wanted their cut? If anybody, if anybody's going to be sponsoring gambling, you got to pay the NFL. Got to get your vig. Yep. All right, sticking with idiots, which means we're sticking with sports. Um, Major League Baseball. And not for the reason you're thinking. Yes, lockout. We're never going to see baseball again because owners actually don't want any money to play baseball. That's fine. On the other hand, the players don't want to fix the game. They want the game to be seven hours long. I don't care about any of that. However, here's a couple of things that this is insane. Um, so Major League Baseball, was it a year or two ago, got rid of how many how many minor league baseball clubs did they just unilaterally get rid of? 30, 40? I want to say... 20% of them. Yeah. Right. They, get, they just got yeah. rid of a bunch of minor league teams. They just announced yep. major league baseball doesn't own minor league baseball, but major league baseball just announced you're gone. 
you'd think there'd you be no like an antitrust. Have... Yeah, you'd have no longer a license to. Yeah. Okay. There, no, you no more. There are no more affiliations. You can have a yes. club. Yes. You're just not going to be affiliated with a major league team. Which got rid of a. T- I mean, you get rid of twenty percent of the clubs. You basically get rid of twenty percent of minor league baseball jobs, players, right. coaches, etc. Okay. Yep. They're not done with that yet, however. Next step. This is interesting. There is as part of the uh, as part of the whole collective bargaining agreement with the lockout and everything, one of the things the uh, Major League Baseball included in that was a Major League roster is allowed to right now have 180 players on all of their affiliate rosters. Major League yeah. all the way down. 180 mm-hmm. is how many people you can have. Obviously, they have the maximum. You have the maximum at the, uh, what, 25, 26 major leagues, and then it gets divided. The owners have have asked for to re, to take that from 180 down to, quote, below 150. So they want to eliminate 30 jobs, 30 baseball players times. How many, uh, how many teams are there? 30. Okay. So they want to eliminate. 900 minor league positions. In addition to the 20% they already got rid of, they want to wipe out another 900. And then it gets better because Major League Baseball has argued, okay, minor leaguers, a lot of them don't get paid well at all. And Major League Baseball fought a couple of years ago to make sure that they don't have to pay minimum wage to major to minor league baseball players. Right. right. So historically, minor league baseball players like live like six to a single bedroom apartment. Like a lot of them have to take food stamps. So we're paying so that they can play baseball thing. Like, but they, no, no, no. Major league baseball's lawyers are arguing that minor leaguers should not be paid during spring training. Why? How could you possibly not pay an employee? Ah, because spring training, they're not employees. As a matter of fact, the clubs are providing instruction to them that would cost them at least $2,000 a week. This is like private coaching. So they shouldn't have to pay the players. You're just lucky that the players don't have to pay the club for the benefit of attending. <laughs> yep, there you go. There you go. If you're telling me where I need to be and when I need to be there and how I'm supposed to perform and you're providing the direction for my work product, then you are absolutely paying me for my time. That's how labor laws work. Well, right. You're not an independent contractor if they're defining how you work, when you work, and what your work product is going to be. According to Major League Baseball, the players obtain a greater benefit from the training opportunities that they are afforded than the clubs who actually incur the cost of just having that training. During the training session, the players are not employees and would not be subject to either the Fair Labor Standards Act or any state minimum wage act. Because the the owners are losing money hand over fist. Yes, I mean they're just they're so broke. They they have no money at all. They have no, you know how you know how little money they have. Do you know how little money the owners have? 
Well, I know I know the owners of the Cubs, the Ricketts, have so little money that they're looking to pay up to $4 billion to buy Chelsea Football Club. That's exactly the point I was trying, I was going to make. Yes. They have no money at all. They're totally broke. That's just, it's sad. It's really sad when there's just these small mom and pop businesses just trying to struggle and get by. They can't be held up with a Fair Labor Relations Act. How, how, oh, it's, uh. Okay. So by the way, just be clear, Major League Baseball owners, they're the idiots there. Uh, what do we have? Oh, in main topics, you have defined close. So you may have seen on the news that a tornado went through Norwalk. So if by news, you mean Lisa telling me, hey, did you hear about tornado? <laughs> and I believe, I believe she didn't tell me Norwalk. She, she, whatever she told me, I'm like, oh yeah, that's just south of Duane and Amy. And uh, she's like, how, how close? I'm like, well, you know, it's close, but you know, it's not Norwalk. Apparently <laughs> we have updated information. Did, did you get that from PNN, the Prince News Network? Is that where that came from? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. where I get all my news. So yep. Yep. <laughs> the PNN, the fatalities were just south of Winterset, which is about 18 to 20 miles south and west of here. But the path of the tornado cut through the south side of Norwalk on a southwest to northeast path and was on that path a mile and a half, maybe, from our house. Really? Yeah, to the point where um, John Baldwin, you remember John Baldwin? Yeah. John was house-sitting for us because we were in in St. Louis at the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. John was house-sitting with Eddie, and he and the puppy are down in the basement. He and I are texting back and forth because Amy and I are in the arena in St. Louis and both of our phones start blowing up with weather warnings, with tornado warnings, with our friends texting us to make sure we're okay, with Facebook messages on the street, with hope you guys are okay. And we're like, yeah, we're fine. We're (laughs) hoping we have a house to come home to, hoping John and the dog are okay. But yeah, we're fine. Winds strong enough to blow the dirt out of the windows oh. that uh, had accumulated from, I think, construction that was like kind of inside. Uh, the wind blowing in would had, had blown the dirt through the little drain holes in the windows inside the house and water seeped in. That was, there was that much rain and wind on the main level. Uh, yeah. How, I thought, how close? I thought you, too close. I thought you were. I thought you were saying like, like the low pressure got close enough that it sucked the dirt out of the windows and it actually like cleaned the house. I see. No. Okay. Nope. You're the other direction. No, that's not as No. Tough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How close? Too close. Too, too, too close. If you ask John, really too close. Um, but everybody's okay. There was no damage on our street. Um, minimal damage. Some ha- a couple of houses had some roof damage, but all, all in all. Uh, we were we were pretty lucky around here, um, especially lucky on Weathersfield. Most important question: How's the golf course? Uh, no damage. Thanks oh. for asking. Yeah, I I'm there for you. I just in case you needed to talk, I wanted to. 
my other thought is you're house sitting for somebody and a tornado is headed your way. The message that you send is this is not my fault. I just, I need to be real clear. <laughs> like, like I'm responsible for taking the dog out for making the front door is locked um, for turning off the kitchen sink. So it's not dripping this, this is well beyond my remit. I'm just going to be real clear. At, at any point growing up, did your mother ever walk into your room, look around and say, it looks like a tornado went through here. Did, did that phrase ever, did your mother ever say that? May, maybe, maybe that's, I, I can't rule it out. <laughs> at, at that point, as the house sitter, you have free reign to do whatever. <laughs> looks like a tornado went through here. Well, sure. So, interesting. You should say that because as it turns out, yeah. But I, I'm just glad everybody was safe around here. Um, there was, uh, you know, I've got a tie back to Sheraton because of my radio days down there. Uh, there was another fatality down in Sheraton and and some of the local businesses down there were impacted. Um, so yeah, lots of uh, really strong. It was an F4 tornado, believe it wow. or not. Wow. That came through. We haven't had one of those around here for quite a while. Um so, but yeah, we're just, we're just really, really lucky around here. So. Okay. So just to be clear, cause I don't want this to be a recurring bit a year ago, almost a year and a half ago, I think, uh, I described looking out our front door at a wildfire yeah. that, was on, that was on the Ridge coming our direction and watching very large planes dropping retardant to try to stop the fire. And if I had to guess, I'm going to say that was two to two and a half miles away you're now saying the tornado got within a mile and a half of your house what what i'm what i'm trying to say is you win i i don't like we're not this is you're not trying to we're not playing closer we're not playing closest to the pin here like we're not you win we're done i'm out i do not want to compete in this game (laughs) mile and a half oh we'll see about that Uh, so also on this trip, yeah, we, we went down, we stayed at the Airbnb. This is transition to what I'm watching. Stayed at this Airbnb. We show up, turn on the TV and Amy starts slipping through and someone who stayed there before us had a Peacock account, like a premium Peacock account. Oh, the good one. Yeah. And had forgotten to log out. You know what? That, that's bad OPSEC and InfoSec. Like, got to put that on your checklist. So we watched Marry Me. We watched four and a half episodes of Vigil. <laughs> we watched a couple of other things. I tried to, I, I, you remember Girls 5 Eva? Yes. What, what what did I learn this week? Make sure you log out when you go stay at somebody's place. Uh, but what am I watching? We watched, um, so Vigil, you and Lisa are absolutely correct. Definitely need the subtitles. <laughs> I think <sighs> I think if they watch this show in Scotland, they need the subtitles. <laughs> we also, and Amy, Amy, Amy suggested an alternative title for this show based on the subtitles. Do you know, can you guess what the alternative title might be based on the subtitles? 
Ah, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I since we watched it, so I, I can't come up with it. She sighs. <laughs> there is so much sighing going on during this series. About every third scene, she sighs. He sighs. She sighs heavily. She sighs. Like. <laughs> And Marry Me has been described as a musical. It's a movie with music. (laughs) It's not, this isn't Guys and Dolls where somebody breaks into song in the middle of a diner, right? (laughs) It's not, it's not sound of music. Nobody's dancing around the hills, just, you know whatever there are performances during the movie because it's j-lo and she can sing it's not a musical it's also not great it's okay (laughs) it it is it's classic j-lo rom-com if you like classic j-lo rom-com this is the movie for you so what you're saying is it's not worth it's not worth subscribing to Peacock Premium for, but if you happen to get somebody's somebody else's login, it's not terrible. It's it's worth what you paid. So I said we only got through four and a half episodes of Vigil. And if you remember, there are six. Yes. We got home. I have now paid for one month of Peacock. So that we can finish Vigil, which we did. I wouldn't have paid if I had only gotten two-thirds of the way through Marry Me. I would have been, eh, close enough. Guess I didn't get that done. But Vigil, Vigil I'm paying the $5 for so that I can watch the rest of it. And I did. How about you? What are you, what are you watching? Hey, good news! Now that I know that you got Peacock for a month, um, I can I can tell you uh, I can tell you which uh, EPL games you should be watching. Oh, you ought to be watching this! It's exciting, nil nil. Anyway, um, Lisa, <laughs> <laughs> the good nil nil. No, this one's the bad nil nil. Never mind. Move on. Move on. Is whole plane success? Anyway, so um, Lisa Lisa was traveling last week, and then she was only home for a couple of days. And, and she, she left again today. Um, so we didn't have a bunch of time to really start tackling anything. So just what are we, we got, we got caught up in a bunch of stuff that we were behind on. Um, some of that was train videos. Yes. But, uh, we were also two weeks behind on Rue. So we, we, we had to get caught up on Rue. Um, so yeah, sort of nothing. We, we did start watching another program, but I'm trying to hold to the, I will let you know when we're finished with it and we're not finished with it. We're not done and we're not finished yet. So um holding off on that one. Did you, did you learn anything? Yeah. So, um, so I, I have some, I have some Apple devices in the house. Um, really? I have. Yeah. turns out, um, L- listeners will be surprised to learn this. Shocking. Um, I have a, I have a, I have a 2018 iPad pro that I've been looking at replacing and, uh, started having this conversation 
mid of last year, like, yeah, maybe I should get something. But boy, a bunch of my tech podcasts are saying, boy, the iPad mini, the new iPad mini is just great because it's just, a, it's a nice consumption device. It's not trying to be all of this. It gets back to just a small tablet. Then Lisa looks at it and goes, oh boy. So she used to have minis. Then I got her this iPad Air a year ago for Christmas. And she's like, boy, that minis, yeah, that's kind of nice. She's, and it comes in purple. Sold. Yeah. She's like, so, so she decided to get an iPad air or sorry, an iPad mini, the new one, which everybody loves in purple. And then she's like, so what do you want to do? I'm like, well, you know what? I I was going to think about getting an air. So why don't yours is only a year old. Why don't I'll just, I'll just take yours. I'll just, I'll just take yours and, um, I'll use it. And that way we're not buying two new iPads at the same time. And we're trying to get these all sorted because we're leaving on a trip at the end of the month. Then we want to make sure we, you know, have whatever we need. Okay. It's smaller form factor. That's a good thing. So yeah. Yes, it is. Cause the iPad, the 12.9 iPad pro doesn't really open up. You can't really put that on a, on a, on a tray table on an airplane. Cause it's pretty big. Um, well, yeah. Unless you invent the foldable iPad, yeah, but you can oh, only no, no. do that once. Yeah, you, I, 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 I can invent that, but, but it only folds once. That's it. That's every window. <laughs> every window opens at least once, and every iPad can fold <laughs> once. <laughs> so, so her new iPad came last, um, last, last week while she was gone, and so this weekend I'm like, hey, your new iPad's here. So she's like, oh, she opened it up and got it all set up on Saturday, and then transferred everything over. She goes, okay, cool. Now here's, hey, here's your new iPad. I'm like, yeah, I got my new iPad, right? So I got this new iPad Air, and I'm setting it up, and I'm doing all the stuff and getting used to it. And then, and then I mentioned that Apple had an event today. Yeah, yeah. So they introduced a number of things, uh, including an iPhone SE. Uh, they also introduced uh, a new monitor. Uh, a brand new computer that they've not made before, the uh, Mac Studio, a new monitor. And they also introduced the brand new iPad Air. Now with the M1 chip. And I'm watching this like, oh, that looks, that looks really nice. Oh, wait, it looks exactly like the one I just got. I mean, the chips inside, there's some differences. It's got 5G, but I don't need 5G. It's got a better camera. I don't really need a better camera. Oh, it's got an M1. So I ordered a <laughs> so I ordered a case. I ordered a new case for the iPad. But what I learned today, because this is this week I learned. What did I learn today? Patience. <laughs> I learned patience. There's a new thing. No, don't you don't need the new thing. But I want the new thing. Yeah, but you don't need it. But I want it. No. I can have it. You can, but don't. Okay. Can I have it now? <laughs> I'm sure Greg and Sherry have some instructions on how to put a skin. <laughs> <laughs> that could help you out. All right. I'll go get the iceberg. Hold on. It's... How about you? What did you learn this week? So as, as I've referenced a couple of different times, assuming they stay in, we went to St. Louis for the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. We drove my car, gets better gas mileage. It was just the two of us, two small bags, no golf clubs, jump in the Honda, off we go. Right. On the way back on Sunday afternoon, we get to Mount Pleasant. I put gas in the car. We get something to eat. 
and we pull out of Mount Pleasant and we start to get some flurries. Weather flurries or McDonald's flurries? I would have preferred the McDonald's flurries. I mean, I guess technically those are McFlurries, but I just, I'm just trying, I figured this was an important point and I don't, I was confused. I didn't want anybody else to be confused. Okay. Weather flurries, please continue. (laughs) As, as will become apparent very, very, very shortly, they were, they were weather flurries. They were not McFlurries. I would have preferred the McFlurries. Uh, They picked up, they picked up, they picked up to the point where I couldn't see the lines on the road and was driving based on barely being able to see the rumble strip, the indentations in the snow of where the rumble strip was. After the second time that the car swerved sideways, Amy and I started talking about where is the next place with a hotel that we can stay at? I can tell you that it's not the Eddyville Inn, but it is the Oskaloosa Fairfield because that building is only about a year old. It is very, very nice. It was nerve wracking. It was moving at about 20 miles an hour as we were edging along on this snow packed highway. Stayed overnight, got up on Sunday morning, drove 163 from Oskaloosa to Des Moines, a trip that normally takes uh, an hour and 10 minutes, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. That trip took us all of two hours to get done (laughs) because I never, uh, I hit 60 miles an hour on a couple of occasions, but for the most part on that trip, uh, it was about a 45 mile an hour trip. Frankly, I love my wife for not belaboring this point, but had I gotten new tires on the car two months ago when we talked about it, we wouldn't have had near the trouble on this trip that we had. The thing that I learned this week, when you think it might be time to put new tires on the car, put new tires on the car. Again. Kind of like the tornado. We're fine. Everybody's safe. There was no damage. It was really, really nerve wracking for a couple of hours. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, how much does it cost to get four new tires on the car? Uh, before or after you add the hotel? <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta factor all of those costs in there. Because if we had gone in the ditch the cost of replacing the car would be multiplied by the cost of the divorce that I would have had to pay for as well. But blissfully, Amy did not repeatedly belabor the point. So I love her for that. Not to your face. However, I believe the office has probably heard all about it by now. That music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. 
You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can reach out, send us your feedback, feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Thanks as always to our listeners and our sponsors. Do you notice how short that close has gotten? It's getting, yeah, it's right down. Tight. It's tight. Well, it tight. was until it was until you took time to explain how tight it was getting, which then expanded it. <laughs> Todd? Hey, good news. Uh, speaking of McFlurries, the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry is back at McDonald's. Um, I was just taking a look. You can, uh, if you're looking for a McFlurry, you can get the Oreo Shamrock for a limited time, a McFlurry with Oreo cookies and a McFlurry with M&Ms. Do you want to take a guess as to, of those three, Shamrock, Oreo Shamrock, McFlurry with Oreo, and McFlurry with M&Ms, which one do you think would have the most calories in it? I'm going with the M&Ms. Oh, you got it right. Yes. That has 640 calories. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though, that I'm really concerned about. Like, wait, what? The McFlurry with Oreos has 510 calories. Okay, that seems about right. The Oreo Shamrock McFlurry, which has the same ingredients. It is vanilla, reduced fat ice cream. Oreo cookie pieces. The only difference is Shamrock McFlurry syrup. The Shamrock McFlurry syrup adds an additional 50 calories to the McFlurry. Do, do you know why? A Shamrock shake, just the shake, not the McFlurry part. A large Shamrock shake has 113 grams of sugar. A hundred and thirteen grams. Oh, oh yeah. So, um, and I love my shamrock shakes, but I haven't had one in years. Apparently, just looking at this, if you if you get a sham, if you get like a shamrock shake, the thing that reduces the calories is the, the ice cream. Is the thing that keeps it. From- <laughs> Wow. 20. That's visually, visually, the medium is only 93 grams of sugar. And that is 23 teaspoonfuls. Just envision in your mind, 23, 23 scoops of sugar. How does that even stay suspended in the liquid? (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, next week's challenge, Shamrock Shakes while we're recording. We we just spent time talking about why that's a really bad idea. <laughs> really bad. I think I would rather have some of my, my iffy mozzarella again than go down that route. Oh, tune in next week, folks. We'll either be hopped up or something. <laughs> there will definitely be cleanup to be made next week. We'll be back right here, talking to Todd.
Now I know why they call it a shake, because you eat 23 teaspoons of sugar. <laughs> You're going to spend the rest of the day just shaking.